Stapitam yena bhutale Svayam rupa kadamayam Dadati svaparantikam Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Sri Advaita Grada Shivasadi Gora Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna So um, ultimately uh, our our shelter is scripture um, Krishna reveals himself in the scripture um, it is said uh, uh, that when Krishna uh, left this planet then Dharma Gyanadibisaha then Dharma and Gyan also left with him uh, but at the same time Krishna himself remained present in Puranarko Dunoditaha he remained within the Bhagavad Purana or in the Srimad Bhagavatam. So we'll just read some verses from Srimad Bhagavatam here and there and then we'll see what, uh, what happens. Etavat eva yigyasam tatva yigyasu natmanaha Anvaya vyatirikabhyam yachat sarvatra sarvada. A person who is searching after the supreme absolute truth, the personality of Godhead, must certainly search for it up to this in all circumstances, in all space and time, and both directly and indirectly. So we're looking at Krishna in all circumstances, in all places, and under all circumstances of time, and uh, both directly and indirectly, looking for Krishna directly, or looking for Krishna through his energies. <laughs> Seeing Krishna manifest in his energies, that is indirectly. You know? Um, so, in this world, most of the time, we're seeing, we're not seeing Krishna, but we're seeing Krishna's energy. And we're seeing how that energy is at work. And we see Krishna present in his energy. We see his hand. You know, Prabhupada. Prabhupada also gives examples of uh, how there's a lot of water in the planet, and uh, in the oceans, the water is kept with salt. In this way, it won't spoil. And then there is sun, it evaporates the water, it comes into clouds. The wind pushes the clouds onto the land. And then these clouds get stuck on the mountains. And then there it rains, and then rivers come down and distribute the water nicely for everyone. Uh, and some say this is by chance, and others say this is good management. Yeah. Krishna has organized things very carefully. So it is not difficult to see Krishna's hand. Uh, so 
in so many ways we can see Krishna's hand and a Vaishnava become because he's always offering everything to Krishna is also naturally thinking of Krishna, remembering Krishna, uh, looking at Krishna. And in this way, a Vaishnava is always, uh, always seeing Krishna everywhere. You know, he can see the sun. You know, where does all this energy come from? Then early in the morning, the birds, you know, the birds, they, they start to sing as soon as the light is there. That's a form of kirtan, you know. We can see this is bird kirtan. They are not just, they're singing with, with joy. The sun is there. It's a big thing for them. They're worshiping the sun in, in joy. This is actually very close. Right? We see a level deeper. We see that Krishna is the source of that energy, and we sing the glories of Krishna. But also, just like the birds, we put our heart into it. You know? So we can see how the presence of the Lord is all throughout his energy. Uh, Srimad Bhagavatam takes a lot of time trying to uh, make us see in this way. Uh, for example, you get a whole description about uh, the creation. Uh oh, something happened. Looks like I'm out, huh? Okay. Recording in progress. Okay, so um, the Bhagavatam is giving us an explanation of the creation. Now, here Sugadev Goswami is speaking to Maharaj Pariksit. Maharaj Pariksit is the emperor of the world. Do you think he didn't have an education? You think that he didn't know about the creation, right? So why does he have to hear again about the creation as if he's never heard it, right? It says for several reasons. One reason is he wants to hear it for the sake of strictness. But I also see that when Sukadev Goswami begins to explain the creation, it's particularly showing how every aspect of this world is connected to Krishna. He's involved with everything, not always in his personal form, but in the form of his expansion. Why would Krishna do everything himself? Huh? Okay. It's trying. I don't know. Okay. Recording in progress. Some people just have better karma for this. His works and mine doesn't. <laughs> Isn't it annoying? <laughs> I have bad karma. Oh, well, what to do? It's always been like that. Uh -huh. Yeah. But there we also see Krishna. Huh? We see that 
The material energy doesn't act equal for all. In the old days, to make uh, a call was something extremely difficult. If you had to make an international call, it was very hard. When I was temple president here, sometimes had to make an international call and had a phone somewhere, and then you dial the number, and then you get different sounds. One was the machine gun, <laughs> and uh, another one was the primordial scream. Uh, like this, there were, there were different sounds, and it all meant it didn't work, right? <laughs> and I would sit there for hours listening to all these horrible sounds, you know, trying to get through. And then Braji Bihari would come in, and on the first time trying, he would get a connection. <laughs> Not once, once, okay, you know, can happen every time. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's when I realized the material energy is not behaving the same for everyone. <laughs> but it's like the material energy acts according to karma. And therefore, some of the karma, and it always works, and some of the karma, and it never works. So the same, the same phone, the same, but for him it always worked, and for me it never worked. At one point I go, shall we make a call now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hare Krishna. Yeah. Kitchen is that way. Just climb over the people and uh, join the party. So... Uh, in this way, the topic is, from this verse, our meditation from the Bhagavatam is to see Krishna at all places, all times, indirectly and directly. So I gave a bit of an insight of how we see Krishna indirectly. Well, seeing Krishna directly, that's uh, we understand what it is, although it never happens. So, in one sense, we don't understand at all what it is like, because what would it be like if we would see Krishna? Uh, in the in the Krishna book, there is a uh, description of of the King Bahulaswa and the Brahmana Srutadev, and they were both in Mithila. And when the Lord came to that place, they were very excited, and. Uh, the uh, the king was planning to make many, many nice arrangements for Krishna. So, you know, he gave orders to cook the best, this, that, great seating place. <coughs> and then he was going to offer obeisances and recite so many prayers. But uh, when Krishna came in, he just bowed down. And he never got back up. Okay? <laughs> he got so overwhelmed by the fact that Krishna came in that he just stayed down there and he forgot all about his prayers. That is the way that uh, it is described. And meeting the Supreme Personality of Godhead is not exactly as we thought it would be. Right? It's something overwhelming. Uh, um, the pure devotee uh, the great pure devotee like Srila Prabhupada, he also carried some of that that energy of Krishna. It is said that uh, when Prabhupada came to England in the very early, early days, Tribhuvanath, he was the leader in the Yatra. Therefore, Tribhuvanath, it was suggested that he would offer a garland to Prabhupada. So 
He stood there with his garland. Then Prabhupada came in. Everyone fell to the ground. Tribhuvanath also fell to the ground. And Prabhupada walked right past him. And when he stood up, then it was too late to put the garland. So anyway, he eventually climbed over everyone and managed it. But it was the same principle. He, he became overwhelmed. He just became overwhelmed. So seeing Krishna directly is never something like, my grandmother, she has, Krishna comes and visits her uh, every evening. No, no, every evening, my grand, Krishna comes and visits my grandmother. We can hear the ankle bells as, as he's going up the staircase. And then you roll over and go back to sleep. If you hear Krishna's ankle bells, you know, then all your hairs will stand on end. You know? huh? and, uh, and you'll be in the greatest ecstasy. Yeah. That's not an ordinary thing, hearing Krishna's ankle bells and grandma. You know, we remember what happened to Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj. He jumped up at 125. So if grandma starts doing a rocking dance <laughs> in, her, in her upstairs room, don't be surprised. Because, yeah, that's the nature of, uh, of seeing Krishna directly. So, you know, simply meditating on Srimad Bhagavatam is very, very nice. Uh, uh, Aho bakiyam stanakala kutam jigam se apayat apiyasadvi leshe gatim datri uchitam tatonyam kamva dayalum saranam brajema. Alas, how shall I take shelter of one more merciful than he who granted the position of mother to a she demon, Bhutana, although she was unfaithful and she prepared deadly poison? Uh, to be sucked from her breast. Uh, the main meditation I'd like to uh, draw from here is that Krishna overlooks poison and accepts service, even if it is offered with poison, which is a great relief to us because the quality of our rounds, the quality of our service is not exactly pure, unalloyed devotional service. So if Putana was forgiven, then what about us? Eh? Um, most of us are not trying to kill Krishna, are we? Uh, it would also not work. <laughs> so it would, wouldn't be very smart if you try. Um, so our service is simply covered by by the qualities of Kali Yuga, Mandusumanna Matiyo Mandabhagi Upadruta, our laziness, lazy intelligence, just laziness to apply ourselves to devotional service, that lethargy, that thick blanket on our consciousness that makes it so hard to move the hand and put it all the way in the bead bag and then to move those heavy beads. <laughs> all that is very difficult. The age of Kali is so strong. Um, we are all slack. We're all cutting corners. We're all just not... Uh, not focused. Right? If we would really be focused, you can see, Srila Prabhupada was completely focused right? uh, on his service to Krishna and he got so much done. Now, part of it is Krishna just gave it to him. 
Krishna helped him. You can say, that's there. You know, he also lived to 81. Not everybody does. So Krishna, and he could travel till relatively old, old age. So uh, certainly Krishna empowered him uh, also materially. But uh, we see that Prabhupada achieved so much because he was so focused. So this is our our poison, our lack of focus, our our material desires that just remain stubbornly, our material dreams and so on, which are the distractions. Because there is there are material desires inside, and when when the sense objects walk past, then the eyes pop out of the sockets. What was that? Yeah. Whereas if one is in transcendental consciousness, then that will not happen yeah. when one is focused on Krishna. But if you're in the mode of passion, see, let me just let us try and act it out. Mode of passion. Wow, do you see that? Look at that. Whoa, that's my man. That's really, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that looks good. Yeah. Uh, mode of goodness. Oh, what goes there? Uh, it looks nice. I don't know how nice it really is. Let me, <laughs> on a deeper level, let me have a good look at it, <laughs> if it is really so nice. Yes. Uh, so the mode of goodness will be a, a thoughtful approach, you know, not just going for the external appearance and also not just getting so excited, staying quite, quite calm and a little bit objective, Right? Where's the mode of passion? Totally involved. Man, did you see that? <laughs> did you see it? <sighs> yes. And that is why we're not focused and distracted. And so this is like the poison, the, the endless, uh, our incapacity to apply ourselves in devotional service. There is uh, there's karma and gyan. So there is the tendency to enjoy the senses and there's the tendency to speculate. Yeah? Very difficult to, to not make up our own philosophies, our own ideas. Very difficult to just take it as it is. Uh, that's also Srila Prabhupada who just really did not uh, add anything who was just able to represent the Acharyas. And when he did add something, then it was to elaborate. Uh, yesterday, Jaidreta March was reading Venu Gita and, uh, in his class, and he did the chapter. And today we started and, and read uh, in the morning. We read three books at the same time. We read the Venu Gita, we read the Sarata Darshani, and we read the Bhagavatam. And then we were comparing them. So it was uh, interesting. And we went slow instead of like, you know, what you did yesterday, fast. And uh, yeah, it was uh, appreciating, uh, appreciating the... Uh, the dealings of Krishna and the dealings of his devotees. And uh, so that is 
um, that's where we are heading, you know. Maybe that's not today, right? For everybody, maybe that takes some time before we we sit down and actually just discuss Krishna Kata. But this is what we hear. And the Vaishnavas met and they discussed topics of Krishna, right? For hours. Ramananda Roy and Prajumna Misra, they went to speak topics of Krishna. And the day went by. And in the evening, a servant came and said, the day is finished. He said, the day is finished. We just started. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what a level of Krishna consciousness. But even when that's not there, such Krishna consciousness, then there's the mercy. And Putana got it. Right? And that is the... Uh, a topic I highlight often, right? The mercy element. And so I like this verse. For me, it's an important verse because, uh, yeah, the uh, the fact that Putana got the mercy gives us hope. Then we might get it also. Hmm? Even Putin might get it. Kastrip nuyat tirtapado bidanat satre suvasuribir idayamanat yakarnanadim purisashiyato bava pradam geharatim chinati. When in human society, oh sorry, who in human society can be satisfied without hearing sufficient talk of the Lord, whose lotus feet are the sum total? of all places of pilgrimage and who is worshipped by great sages and devotees. Such topics can cut off one's bondage to family affection simply by entering the halls of one's ears. Vidura to Maitreya Muni. Srimad Bhagavatam 3.5.11 So, um, here, um, we are just uh, hearing sufficient talk of the Lord. And, uh, and that brings satisfaction. In the seventh canto, there's a reference which says, one who wears the shoes of satisfaction doesn't feel the sharp stones and thorns on the path. So this is very important. It doesn't make sense. When you're very satisfied, ah, you know, some trouble is there. There's trouble. But yeah, I, I know. It's okay. Because one is very satisfied. Yeah. So this is Krishna consciousness. We must become very satisfied within. We must allow that also. We should not block it out. Krishna is all attractive. But now we have to allow ourselves to be attracted. Uh, and... Uh, because now, avritam jnana tena, our knowledge has been covered for a long time, dusparena nalena cha, by, uh, uh, by lust, kamarupena kuntia. Yeah, so that is the issue, uh, by our desire to enjoy this world. So then, Krishna will not enter. But, uh, we have to understand, here it says, who in human society can be satisfied without hearing sufficient talk of the Lord? Nobody. 
So people, whatever they're doing, they can't be satisfied unless there's Krishna Kata. It's the only way. But if we don't do Krishna Kata, it's it's one thing to, you may have joined the Hare Krishna movement and, uh, you know, you may, someone may give you a certificate, you know, but uh, that's not enough. That's not enough. You have to uh, engage in Krishna Kata to be satisfied. So it's very profound uh, what we are hearing, and we should take that away and, and uh, you know, make an effort. Make an effort. Okay, let me just get some light. Sa Sharadana Syavi Vardamana Virakti Manyatra Karuti Pumsa Hare Padanusmiti Nivritasya Samasta dukapyayam asudate. For one who is anxious to engage constantly in hearing such topics, Krishna Kata gradually increases his indifference towards all other things. Such constant remembers, remembrance of the lotus feet of the Lord Krishna by the devotees who have achieved transcendental bliss vanquishes all his miseries without delay. So, this is the sequel, the follow up. Uh, and it's, it's basically uh, explaining that uh, if we just awaken some taste, uh, uh, so it said that, uh, uh, how does it begin? Shan Mahat Seviya Viprat Punyatirtani Seviya. What's the first line? You know it? about uh, anyway it is describing that uh, where was we are it describes that one can get Vasudev Kataruchi uh, you can get Vasudev Kataruchi taste for hearing the narratives about Vasudev how by serving the Vaishnavas so that is the trick, yeah. Because for all of us, you know, how much taste do we really have to hear, and how long can we hear about Krishna? Shushu show, yes, that's the word. Shushu show, shadadana shavasudeva kataruchi shanmahat seviyapita punyatirtani seviyasayat. So, shushu show, shadadana shavasudeva. So to Vasudev Kataruchi, so to hear with great faith uh, and with great taste the pastimes about Krishna, that is possible by, becomes possible by the service of the Vaishnavas. So that's very, uh, it's an important uh, key element, yeah, because we needed it, right, to be satisfied. If we don't have a taste, we will be restless. Our mind will be disturbed. We'll be upadruta. We'll be always disturbed because we're not satisfied in our spiritual life, agitated by something. Yeah. So by serving the Vaishnavas, we begin to develop a taste to hear, and then there we find satisfaction. So this is very nice, actually. It's like a formula for... And it's very relevant. It deals directly with what we're going through. Because 
most of us have an agitated mind. Right? Most of us are not peaceful. Most of us are somehow or other disturbed by some external circumstance. That is the nature of our life. Uh, always something. Going from one thing into the next. It never ends. Just when you thought it was over, next thing starts. One problem, next problem. And, in, and when there's no problem, I'm going to enjoy. It's really good. <laughs> and then there's a problem again. <laughs> yeah. Then that becomes a problem, you know, because you're trying to enjoy, you're not enjoying. Yeah. And it, co and it takes all your money. <laughs> then you suffer. That hurts. Anyway. So... Uh, let us serve the Vaishnavas and in this way develop a taste for hearing, uh, yeah, for hearing about Krishna. And there's a next verse also. Yachradhya Shuta Vatya Chabakya Samrijamane Riraye Vadaya Kyanena Vairakya Balena Jira Vrajema Tatingri Saruja Pitam. Simply by hearing about your lotus feet with great eagerness and devotion and by meditating upon them within the heart, one at once becomes enlightened with knowledge and on the strength of detachment one becomes pacified. You must ever take shelter of the sanctuary of your lotus feet. Yeah, so the lotus feet of Krishna, right? Approaching the lotus feet of Krishna means we have to bow down. Uh, the feet means you bow down. So manmana bhavamat bhakto majaji mam narush namaskaru mam avisi satyam te bhakti jana priyosime. That devotee who serves me and bows down to me, uh, he is most dear to me. So that is the thing. We have to bow down to Krishna. Yes. And bowing down is obviously more than just uh, physically bowing down. It is about uh, bowing down, uh, giving up our independence. Uh, giving up our independence. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. Somehow or other. Uh, uh, whatever Krishna desires, what he desires. Uh, and then, of course, there's a material life. Okay. Is a material life as well. So, but we cannot let material life take over. We have to, it says life is like heartwood and you have to carve Krishna out of it. So if to carve out space for Krishna in our life, uh, we have to make time. If you're supposed to read Bhagavatam, when? When? I'm always working. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe should not be always working. Maybe working too much. Maybe working a little less. Maybe working a little bit more intelligent, lazy intelligence. Prabhupada speaks about lazy intelligence, busy intelligence. Busy intelligence, we do everything ourselves. We're running around and it's all us doing things. Lazy intelligence is we do it through others. Yeah. Now I I used to 
be here. And one of the first services I got was to be in charge of the restaurant. And uh, then uh, I did many things myself because if you do it yourself, then you know for sure it gets done and it gets done right. <laughs> right? You know, and when you delegate it, you know, oh, you know, you come back and it's half baked. It's like, hey, <laughs> hey. Can you do anything right? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> Forget the Italian accent, but it is, it's so good. It's so good for the occasion, you know. <laughs> it carries the mood, you know. <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> so yes, you know. It's difficult. Uh, we delegate to others and they may not do it as good as we would have done it ourselves. That's okay. You just calculate it in. You calculate that. You know, okay, they'll do 60% standard. That's all right. Then, you know, I'll build the whole business around the 60%. And then at the end, you're sitting at home counting the cash, you know. <laughs> and everyone is working for you. Now you, that's business, you know. <laughs> Uh, so busy intelligence, lazy intelligence. The point is, you know, and then after counting the cash, then you can just count your beats, yeah? <laughs> and you can chant, right, and read the Bhagavad song. As simple as that. So yes, we have to think about that. How to organize our life around Krishna is going to take an adjustment. So Krishna consciousness is not just a matter of, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to be Krishna conscious. Maharaj, 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 I promise it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Okay. <sighs> Flat tire. Uh-oh, what to do? Pump it up and keep on going. Difficult, difficult. Uh-huh. So how to avoid this flat tire consciousness is just by carving out enough space uh, to hear about Krishna. Carving out enough space to chant somehow or other. Do not let the material energy get on top of us. And there are a thousand reasons. No, 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 but I have to do it. No, because if, if tomorrow you're really sick, right, and you can't do it, then you will make some arrangements, right? You're supposed to cook the pizzas, but you're totally finished. No, you can't cook the pizzas. You just can't, you know? You can't cook pizzas in bed, right? <laughs> and you can't get out of bed. You're totally finished. Uh, you can you can still grab your phone and call someone. Look, say, I'm sick like a dog, you know. Come for a day and cook the pizzas. Huh? I'm saying. So if you have a backup man, well, you know, why not have a few backup men? When I became in charge of this temple here in Vrindavan, one of the first things I did was not only find a man for every problem, a man or a woman to deal with every problem, no, no, uh, and then find people behind them who could deal with the problem also. So there was a whole whole group of people who would deal with the problem so that it wouldn't come back to me. <laughs> yeah. Try and build as many 
buffers between the, the problem and me, right? Yeah, because otherwise all the problems come to you. And it's a big temple, and there's a lot of uh, problems coming at you otherwise. Poof, all day, you know? Then I developed also another philosophy. When there is a problem, and people go, what are we going to do? Right? First, do nothing. <laughs> It might just go away on its own. <laughs> they do. You know, some problems just go away on their own. So you don't have to immediately... You know, problem! <laughs> it's okay. No, not necessary. We can just say, first, it might sort itself out. I also learned, if the top manager doesn't do anything, then usually the people at the bottom sort it out. Right? They complain, you know, these guys at the top, they don't do anything. <laughs> but, the guy, but the guys at the top do it on purpose, you know, <laughs> so that the guys at the bottom start to sort things out themselves, you know. Yeah, yeah so it's pretty good. Then if, so, but if there are persistent problems, yeah, of course, then we need some solutions. Anyway, management is a thankless task because even if there's a hundred problem and you solve 80, people will blame you for the 20 that you didn't solve. You know, you solved 80 problems, which is pretty good, right? <laughs> really? And they'll blame you for the 20 you didn't, didn't solve. This is management. So it's a thankless task. That's why I renounced it. <laughs> <laughs> And so, <coughs> and so we are reading verses. In the same series of verses, Panena te dava kata sudaya, pravrida bhaktya vishadasaya ye, vairagya saram pratilabhya bodam, yatanjan sanviyura kunta jisnyam. Oh, something is wrong here. One sec. Yeah, I jumped the page. Is it? Yes. Oh, Lord, persons who, because of their serious attitude, attain the stage of enlightened devotional service, achieve the complete meaning of renunciation and knowledge, and attain the Vaikuntha Loka in the spiritual sky simply by drinking the nectar of your topics. Yeah. So this speaks about uh, people that have a serious attitude, who attain the stage of enlightened devotional service, not just devotional service, but enlightened devotional service. So this is what we want. Kavi Karnapur, he says there are two types of devotional service. Devotional service with taste and devotional service without taste. So the enlightened devotional service is the one with taste. That's where Krishna is there. And, and so we become enthused. And the other devotional service is the one that where there's no taste. And it's all heavy duty. Heavy duty. And we don't like the word duty so much anyway in this age. It's not a popular word. <laughs> huh? If you... 
if you would ask people, please write down your 10 favorite words. I don't think that duty would be on the list. <laughs> I mean, I could think some, you know, let's, let's think about 10 favorite words that could be on the list. Vacation, <laughs> you know, uh, bonus, you know, uh, put, some, put a word on the list. <laughs> Anything else? Um, huh? Muff? Love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> have to put your heart into it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, leaving that L word for what it is. Uh, Oh Lord, persons who, because of their serious attitude, attain the, the stage of enlightened devotional service, achieve the complete meaning of renunciation. Uh, who cares about anything? I mean, once we're tasting something in Krishna consciousness, then what pleasure will you get from material things? Uh -huh. And the things that used to give pleasure before don't give pleasure anymore. Uh -huh. When I was 13, I had a serious electric guitar and I played it very loud and the whole street could hear it, everybody. And I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> and, I like all those kind of noise, which is what, but uh, yeah. Now I couldn't get excited about that anymore. It's not devotional service, not connected to Krishna. It doesn't have... I've often mentioned that in spiritual life, everything has an a dimension of eternal benefit. You don't just eat a pizza. With every bite, you're getting eternal benefit. Right? It's not just nice music, but you know, you get uplifted, you get spiritual credits. So everything we do has that element, not only like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was nice, it was funny, it was entertaining, it was all these things, but no, it's more than that. There was eternal spiritual benefit, and that was the real thing, that was what it's really about. Right? Because the eternal is what really counts. And that we had a good time while we were here, yeah, that's, that's the extra, you know. That's the packaging. Yeah? Obviously, we do some packaging. If It's like the Mahabharat, right, which was written for the less intelligent people, which people like us, uh, there's a lot of packaging. You know, there's politics, there's family intrigue, and this one is ca causing trouble for that one. And it's like, you know, it's interesting. But uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, you know, the Upanishads, I mean, that's dry philosophy, just like straight. Vedanta Sutra. There's no smiles in the, in the Vedanta Sutra. <laughs> it's just completely serious philosophy. Right? It's no jokes, nothing. You know? We're doing philosophy here. Yeah. Very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah. Where was I now? Here it is. Yeah, so... 
I've also said serious means we must be serious about serious things. And this element of the eternal benefit in devotional service, well, that is something wonderful. That is something that we are, uh, yeah, we are not uh, not limited in that way, you know, by uh, by are we having a good time or not? Even if we don't, even if the lecture is not so exciting, you still get spiritual benefit. In India, everyone knows that, and, and many pundits give lectures that are not exciting at all, but you get that eternal benefit. I was in, you know, yeah. And it's just, and it's just like waves on a lake, you know. <laughs> and your mind goes there. <sighs> After, and everyone falls asleep. <laughs> Sometimes even the speaker himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the that's all transcendental <laughs> so obviously we can have the combination of both it can be materially pleasant and interesting but also at the same time the eternal spiritual benefits more important right? I mean even if the prasadam didn't taste that good still prasadam <laughs> at least we hope that Krishna didn't like <laughs> <laughs> you see some half chewed, half chewed bite of subsy lying next to the plate. <laughs> then it's getting serious, you know. <laughs> then I'm not sure. But Krishna is merciful, and if there was some sincerity, he'll still accept it. Uh, that happens sometimes. Anyhow, let us uh, let us focus on pleasing Krishna. Uh, Tambakti Yoga Paribhavita Ritsaroja. I'm now in Bhagavatam three nine eleven. Ase sutiksita patona nu natapumsam, yet yet dia ta urugaya vibhava yanti, tatatva po pranayase sat anu grahaya. Oh, my Lord, your devotees can see you through the ears by the process of bona fide hearing, and thus their hearts become cleansed, and you take your seat there. You're so merciful to your devotees that you manifest yourself in the particular eternal form of transcendence in which they always think of you. Uh, so a few very nice things are being said here. One is then by hearing about the Supreme Lord, heart becomes purified. Then the Lord will seat in our heart in the form that we really are attracted to. So which form you like? Huh? Which one? 
What? What's he say? You should chit. What's he say? Krishna eating mango. <laughs> mango. No, he's he's into mango. Yeah. 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 I I knew that. He likes me. Krishna eating mango. Can't imagine. Eternally eating mangoes with Krishna. <laughs> you're, you're with Krishna in the forest somewhere, and you just go to that mango tree, and just like all oh, the coward boys somehow get these mangoes down, and everyone is just lying half unconscious, intoxicated from the sweet, <laughs> sweet mango juice on the ground. And Krishna is resting with his head on the lap of Balaram for a while. And then when you wake up, more mango. <laughs> Just a few for on the road. Until you get a real meal at home. <laughs> Sounds good. Which form of Krishna do you like? Um, Krishna Kaliya, take the mic, he says. Krishna and Kaliya, Kaliya Krishna. Kaliya Krishna, that's his name. Mm. Dancing on the hoots of that snake, very dangerous. <laughs> so many hoots. But Krishna kicked him. He wasn't just dancing, he kicked him quite hard till he spit blood. Mm. And he would have died, but his wife saved him. Kalia. Nice. Okay, let's see. Yeah, yours, Krishna. Which one? Yeah. Krishna and the coward boys eating lunch. Krishna and the coward boys eating lunch. Huh? Somewhere on the banks of the Yamuna, Krishna and the coward boys, they have a picnic and they go at a place where there are no footprints. Because, you know, otherwise you never know what somebody did on the bank, right? If there are footprints, yeah? So they look at a place where there are no footprints, so it's a clean picnic place. Then Krishna and the cowherd boys will take prasadam. And Krishna is the center of the attraction. And you know what happens is every cowherd boy sees that Krishna is looking at him. Everyone, everyone is seeing that. Krishna's looking at me, hey. Huh? No, he's looking at me. No, he's looking at me. <laughs> Big fights. No. no. But the coward boys, they all see that Krishna's looking at them. That is Krishna. That is the amazing thing, that Krishna has so many coward boy friends, but he can satisfy them all. Just like in Dwarka, Krishna's 16,108 wives, and Srila Prabhupada says, and he can satisfy them all. In this material world, for a married man, it may be not so easy to satisfy one wife. <laughs> no, it's not always so easy. You know, uh, I won't look at any married man, but <laughs> I've been married myself, so it's like I had, uh, I had to try, I had to work for it. Uh, they make you work, you know? I do. 
but the point is, is that 16,108. That must be intense, but Krishna can do. Okay, someone likes Krishna as the Makanchor, Shruti Kundala, uh, the butter thief. Yeah. What are you doing now? You want to open the chat? Oh, gosh. Uh, can you close the chat again? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Lord Tamada. Anyway, okay, you all have your forms that you like, and uh, and that's important. We follow that taste, and if we just follow our taste, in the end, Krishna will sit in our heart in the form that really that we really like. Uh, and if you want many forms, if you like many forms, well, then you'll have many forms in your heart. <laughs> it can get pretty crowded there. <laughs> like, I like a few deities. I, I definitely miss Lord Jagannath. I mean, I mean, it's been a while since I've been on a Ratiyatra. Gosh, you know, like, normally uh, I always do some Ratiyatras. It's just, uh, yeah. We used to have the Cape Town Ratiatra just before Christmas and stuff like that. But these days, uh, life is boring. <laughs> where's, where's Lord Jagannath? Yeah. Anyway, he's... But all these forms are present within Giriraj. So when I worship Giriraj in the morning, then all these are present. And Brisbane Ratiatra is on the 29th of April. Jeez, and, and my birthday is pretty close to that also. <laughs> what a coincidence. We may have to celebrate it in Brisbane then. Huh? Jeez, wow. They're ready for that. Yeah. Okay, what time is it now? Yeah, it's a good time for questions. So I'll close uh, the book and the verses. But you see, we just commented on a few verses and meditated a little bit. And it was nice. And time went by quick. And, uh, yeah. So, okay, Adi Ganga. You're next. So I yeah. gave this book to a friend of mine in essence, and she's not in consciousness. And uh, she said she got on well with the first two chapters. And then funnily enough, the third chapter, which was about Krishna, she said she didn't get on well with because of the um, excessive use of the male pronoun, you know, obviously it said he. So I was just wondering, you know, kind of, she felt a lack of female representation, I guess. So, how do we explain consciousness to someone who's so gender conscious? You know, Adiganga, there was a there was a British flute player, and uh, he wrote a song called "Thick as a Brick," right? Uh, so some people you just cannot get through, and they have hang-ups, you know. So she clearly has a gender hang-up, you know. She has some issue there, and. Uh, and she mixes the issue in, right? 
um, she has her issue in life. She cannot just take things uh, as they are, but she has to just project her own issues on it. All right, no problem. For people who have that problem, that they have to project their issues upon Krishna and say, oh, he's male and this and that. Yeah, you know, then we can say, yeah, but he has a female counterpart, Srimata Radharani. Right? So then there's always, there's always, because ultimately every, everything that is existing in this world has its origin in the spiritual world and everything exists in its original perfect form. Yeah? Here, you know, we can talk about genders and, uh, but the thing is, nothing is perfect, you know? Men are not perfect, women are not perfect, and all the genders in between are also not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, what can we say? Uh, so no matter what gender you have or choose, whatever the way it, it rolls, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And uh, so therefore such a lady... Uh, <coughs> needs some special uh, care, you know, to massage her mind. Right? Because she clearly has something, a hang-up in her mind. So now we have to massage her mind a bit, and then she'll be very happy, and then, you know, we lead her through. But she may not immediately get it from the book. So, happy massaging! <laughs> Okay, we have a question here on the floor. You got a microphone. How how does Krishna have so much forms? How does Krishna have so many forms? Krishna has so many forms, why would he limit himself to one? You know, if you could have more than one, would you limit yourself? I wouldn't. I would take many forms if I could. And if I could take, I, I, imagine I would have many forms. One would be sleeping. <laughs> one, one would be eating. Another one would have fun. You know, like, could do so many things at the same time. It would be really amazing. So Krishna has many forms for his own enjoyment and for the, for the pleasure of his devotees. And to, so different devotees like different forms. Yeah? The gopis, they like Shamasundra. The coward boys, you know, they like uh, Gopal, you know, and want to eat some mangoes. Yeah? Yeah. So like that, there are different tastes also. Some people, you know, they just love Lord Jagannath, and they can only think of Lord Jagannath. Uh, Jayananda was always thinking of Lord Jagannath and served Lord Jagannath, built chariots out of nothing, collected all the money, everything, and then built the chariots himself with his own hands. Right? And, uh, and it just did Ratiyatra. He went to Louis the Banana King and got himself a truck of bananas. Yeah? And just distributed a truck of bananas. Oh, not mangoes, sorry. <laughs> the Banana King. But bananas are pretty good too. And uh, so, then Prabhupada said to Jayananda, Prabhupada said, at the end of your life, your life, the impressions of your life will play in front of your eyes 
like a film, all the highlights of your life. And then when it comes to the picture of Lord Jagannath, then the film will stop there and you'll just see Lord Jagannath. And then he'll come with his arms open to take you back. So yeah, the forum, everyone has a forum they like. Some like the Shringa. I hear Nisigo, Ridaye, Nisigo. Outside is the Shringa, inside is the Shringa. The Shringa, the Shringa. Anybody else? This way. Maharaj is more important, preaching and making sure something you're preaching and goes well or working towards going back home. Back. Working through? Working towards going back to Godhead, Kola Krinda. Uh, there are two, two elements. Achar. Yeah. Achar and Prachar. So Achar is behavior and Prachar is preaching. So we are supposed to behave like devotees uh, in all intricacies, you know, not only externally follow the principles, but be respectful to all the Vaishnavas and all this. So when we perfectly behave according to how a devotee should behave, then we can go back to Godhead. Um, so that is good. And then there's preaching, giving, giving the mercy to others. Uh, so generally... These two elements should be there in our life. And some people are more on the achar side and some are more on the prachar side, you know? And some are strong in both, like Haridas Thakur. Um, and of course, uh, because Srila Prabhupada particularly was, was an incredible preacher, went all over the world tirelessly, uh, we are indebted. Right? We cannot just uh, do nothing you know, we have to do something to pay Prabhupada back. But still, you'll see some are always preaching and some are, some love to chant 64 rounds. And, you know, there are different natures and it is all good. Uh, so from both positions, from Achar and Prachar, can we go back to Godhead? But we have to be serious as we're doing. And some preaching must be there. Narayan. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there's a big emphasis on reading Shastras and Prabhupada's books in the movement. Um, how do you develop a liking for reading if you're not inclined in that way? Uh, Yeah, you know, how the way we are inclined is very important for us in the beginning, right? Because we are conditioned souls. So we only want to do service that we are inclined to, you know? Um, so we say, oh, reading, you know, I never read a letter in my life, you know? <laughs> I mean, just never read, you know? Reading? You know? I mean, can you even read? <laughs> and then... You know, can you, and can you read anything beyond texting, you know? 
people just know text messages, you know, for you and stuff like this, all these kind of uh, codes, you know. I don't know how to spell anymore, right? <laughs> you know. So <coughs> the times are like that. So what can we say? Um, reading is going down and it's got to be like, you know, do I have to read this? Is there no video? You don't have a video? <laughs> Why well, have to read this, you know? It's, you know, there must be some video that I can just watch, isn't it? To get the same thing. That's the, the modern world. And it cannot be longer than three minutes. That's already long, you know? Three whole minutes, watch a video. Oh my God, it's agonizing. <laughs> Painful. <coughs> so, our uh, modern day culture is no longer, you put some in, is no longer uh, focused on, uh, on hearing. But because this is not ordinary hearing, this is super duper you know, what is it? <laughs> super califragilistic and so on. Yeah. What was it again? Expialidocious, that was it. Super califragilistic expialidocious, yes. Thank you. That's what it is. Uh, it's absolutely uh, extraordinary. Therefore, we should do it anyway, even if we don't have so much taste. And then, by serving the Vaishnavas, the taste will develop. But this hearing has to be there. And fortunately, we have all kinds of machines that can play recordings and stuff like that. So that helps. You just push a button and you can even set up an alarm in the morning that automatically starts playing a lecture. So when you wake up, the lecture is already playing. Then you turn on the Bluetooth speaker in the bathroom. That's already there before. And so then you have to push a button in the bathroom and then the Bluetooth start playing in the bathroom. Like that, you can uh, make arrangements to hear. And that's what we have to do. And I also do that. You know, now we have these Prabhupada things, you know, these, these machines. I guess you don't stock them anymore. Huh? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here is, uh, stand up, stand up, stand up. <laughs> if you are interested in getting one of the Prabhupada lecture machines, which are really good. Ever since I have it, I must admit, I listen a lot more to Prabhupada's lectures than I was doing before. And the great thing is, you just have to turn it on and off. And that's about just as much as I can do. Okay? <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's one button and it goes on and then it starts and the lecture begins, you know, so it's great. And uh, he has 35 of them in stock. So if you want one, then uh, you can tell them right now. Hey, there's some hands in the back. You can just look. Okay. You, you better get pen and paper and take, uh, take names. You just sold your 35. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Today itself. That's encouraging. Just now coming. <laughs> ah, definitely today. Ah. <laughs> ah, no, no, no. Ah. <laughs> Absolute. Jarur, jarur. Ah. Bilkul. Ah, ah, ah. Thank you. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, the, the machine. It's a, such a good machine. <sighs> okay. Uh, yes. Uh, could you just an extension to the question that Prabhuji has asked? So, reading scriptures, um, so what are some of the tips? So, we do effective reading and, you know, make best use of that information for our transformation. The Bhagavad Gita points out to us Prakite Kriyamanini Gunakarmani Sarvasahankra Vimudat Makartahamitamanyate, which means we think ourselves to be the doer of activities that are actually carried out by the modes of material nature or that are arranged directly by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Now, so um, <coughs> hearing transcendental knowledge is not exactly the same as getting a degree in a university. How can I take the, the best advantage of my studies? Da -da -da -da. You know, of all that I have learned. Uh, this hearing is about awakening desire. Nitya Siddha Krishna Prem Sadhu Kabunai Sravanadi Sudha Chitakarya Udai. It is awakening our attraction to Krishna. If you start hearing about Krishna, that is what it's really about. So there's no hard and fast rules. Some people are studying in a very systematic way and create diagrams. Other people make PowerPoints, you know, power, full of power. <laughs> <laughs> very, very pointed. Uh, and like this, you know, they are, there are so many ways that people study. Some people just read through. They just read through. And it's all good, all good. It will all awaken our attraction for Krishna. So in the beginning, when we start reading the Bhagavatam, let's just go through it. Let's not try and study the Bhagavatam with a magnifying glass and so on, because then we'll never get past the first canto. <laughs> and there's 12, you know, <laughs> there's 12 cantos. So it's quite a long way. Right? So. It may be a good idea to just, uh, yeah, read through it at least one time. The second time we can study it a bit more in detail. And yeah, if you read uh, 40 pages a day, then in one year you can finish the whole book. There you go. Only 40 pages. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just one hour less on the phone. It, it worked for me, Gurudev. I can. I beg your pardon. No, no. It, it. I, I, I did that because you mentioned that um, after, on the day of my initiation, you said thirty pages every day, uh -huh. and it, it actually worked. Uh -huh. One, uh, one and a half a year. Ah, uh -huh. very good. Yeah. Well, once you've read the whole Bhagavatam, then of course you can study it a little deeper. 
And there are also commentaries and there are uh, learned devotees who have, have created study guides like Burijan Prabhu is uh, especially gifted in that field and has written uh, Unveiling His Lotus Feet, a study guide on the first four cantos, and then there's a second part. Very, uh, very good. I mean, first class. Yeah. So, okay, time is flying. Five more minutes, and then... We are at the end. There's a hint. There's nine people. There's nine people online. Yeah. It's online. Ah, life online. Is your life on the line? <laughs> yes. Well, Janadivas just had a baby, so let Janadivas say something. By his wife, then, yeah? Yeah, I didn't, but... So... Yeah. So how is it, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Very nice. <laughs> everybody's hearing, really everybody's hearing you. You understand that your your words are being amplified and transmitted to at least uh, a lot of people. So and recorded so at least as well. A lot of people can can send their blessings. That would be quite wonderful. Okay. Um, well. He wants blessings from all of you. For who? For yourself or for your baby? <laughs> for myself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now there is a little Thea Tulasi. And um, yeah, Tulasi, I guess. <coughs> and please bless her. That would be very nice. She's a small little girl. Loka Pavani had her on Thursday and she's very healthy. And um, so is Loka Pavani. Natural birth, no doctor, no clinic needed. Krishna really took care of us. Just went home straight away and resting now. Exciting times. Okay. It wasn't my question, but it's nice that you bring it up because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, first of all, some blessings. It's nice, you know. It, it's definitely quite an event. Suddenly. Yeah. Suddenly, someone new moved into the house. <laughs> Get a new neighbor, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would show the darshan, but she's just eating, so that might be a bit weird. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Let them sleep, let them sleep. Yeah. So you had, you had a question as well, or, or something? I, I, yeah, I do have a question. Um, yeah. Once I was in Amsterdam, and somewhere other I happened to go on a houseboat of a certain um, certain green, uh -huh. a greenie, a piano player. And then it was very nice. We had some exchanges, and he later on told me about his piano playing. And he said that in his piano, he finds that if he really longs for the perfection of the music, he connects to the super soul. This is his prayer. This is his way of connecting to God. Yeah. And no, no, just you hear someone like that speak and you go like, wow, there is something to it. You know, it's not just pressing keys. He's met it's a meditation for him. Yeah. And just back to your to your electrical guitar thing, even though I get your point of this is not just mundane. I was wondering if in music we always have to add like a name of Krishna or so, or if just if the you know, if the intention of the music is 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 right and is looking for this. Yeah, well, divinity and sound itself is that also is yeah. that also Krishna conscious? That's my question. Johann Sebastian Bach, 
and so on. Yeah, um, it is at least God conscious, and uh, you know, uh, it may uh, enhance Krishna consciousness. But the name of Krishna, though, is is Nam Namakari Bahudani He's non different from Krishna himself. So I'm sure that a super good flute player could invoke a sense, you know, of of Krishna's presence just by his flute playing. I mean, so good. And just reminding us of how Krishna plays. Uh, but the name of Krishna, where there's the name of Krishna, Krishna is present. So these other things are impressions we get. Yeah? We get impressions, but it's not that the same as the name that is present. So to have the name is is good. That is good. Yeah. But of course, uh, yeah, Burton Green, by the way, uh, of course, I met Burton Green many years before you, before I joined Krishna Consciousness and I played with him in a jam session on, on ragas and then he started mantra. And when he started mantra, he started maha mantra because <clears throat> and and years later I read the Lilamrita and one day I'm reading the Lilamrita and I'm reading about the 66 matchless gift storefront kirtans and the devotees had picked up this old string board of a piano and a piano player named Burton Green would play on the strings with a hammer and he, so in other words, you know he got a, he, he got it. He got that mercy from 1966 from Prabhupada, and it's uh, it it carried on. The fact that he brought it out in in a jam session with me, that he brought out the Mahamantra, the fact that he speaks about the super soul, you know, he knows. Right? He has transcendental knowledge. Not an ordinary person. Definitely was there in 1966 when things were very concentrated. You know, very focused. I mean, Prabhupada, that deep intensity. So he got something for sure, and it echoes in his music. I have no doubt about it. Yeah, well. Thank you. Thank you too. Yeah, Malika, this is the last one. I'm sorry for all the hands that are up, but you know, it's only so much I can do. And, uh, Hare Krishna. Uh, in the beginning, you were mentioning the topic I was thinking about, and it, and then uh, I wanted to ask the question which was uh, half answered in the beginning, but uh, how much actually Krishna is present personally uh, through the scriptures? Is it direct or indirect uh, presence of Krishna? And especially when we are reading these scriptures, uh, asking something which is in a connection in our life and then getting the answers on our questions, personal questions through the scriptures. So how much Krishna is personally present there? Is it that just imagination? Is it just, I missed the long word. Is imagination? Imagination. Accidental or there is something? Well, I quoted the verse, Krishna is madalo pagate dharma gyanadi bisaha that Krishna is, is particularly present in the Bhagavatam. So he's present in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, 
and he's directly present and indirectly present when we speak about the uh, workings of the uh, creation, like I mentioned before, I guess very technical. And uh, that's Krishna indirectly. Krishna himself directly is engaged in, uh, yeah, maybe in the Venu Gita, in playing his flute or something like that, huh? in his pastimes, or in uh, getting mangoes with the coward boy. So, you know, <laughs> something like that, yeah. Um, so Srila Prabhupada, he brought us Krishna consciousness in an unadulterated form. And, and he gave us the books that particularly deal with uh, unalloyed pure devotional service, and Krishna is fully manifest there, he's fully present there. So there are other Vedic literatures, and Krishna may be indirectly present, distantly present. But in these books, Krishna is most present. So therefore, yeah, we are... Uh, it's, it's not the book that is lacking. You know what I mean? The, in, it's us, our incapacity to actually see it and to enter into the book is there. And we all have our limits into how much we can go in and realize. But uh, Krishna is fully there, fully, completely, not partially. He's fully manifest in Srimad Bhagavatam, in Bhagavad Gita. That's the unique... Uh, and devotional service is fully manifest. Rasa is fully manifest. It is all there. Yeah. And this movement is about that. It's about directly associating with Krishna. But we can't perceive, but we are associating with Krishna right now. He's in our life because Krishna has accepted us. He's accepted us as one of his, and therefore Krishna personally is involved with our life. So say the scriptures. So Krishna's always there. We don't see, but he's always there. Always. That is this movement. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's 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 time to talk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is how how long is he gonna keep on talking? <laughs> I agree. He has to end, you know. And uh, but uh, thank you for being with us again, and looking forward to uh, to next week and. Uh, 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 it's nice when I hear from from you. Some people write to me about what's going on, and uh, I'm, I'm quite happy about that. So it's not that you cannot write to me and that it's too much trouble. Uh, okay, you know, I, I sometimes I give short answers, but I tend to reply, but a little bit short, I admit, uh, because I don't have so much energy. But I'd love to hear how you're doing. Yeah. I'm not only missing Ratiatra, miss also visiting all of you and spending time with you and wherever you are, uh, in the cold countries and in the warm countries. 
<laughs> also miss the warm countries right now. <laughs> of course, you know, right now the room is filled up with lots of bodies. And I tell you, human bodies are the best heaters. <laughs> you know? So it's like the whole room is warm now. It hasn't been as warm the whole week in this room. So, okay. Yes, it's very nice. So thank you all. And uh, looking forward to seeing you here again and to hear from you. And some of you, Venu Gita, you wanted to talk to me. And it didn't happen yet, but it should happen one of these days. Keep on trying. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. Okay. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Kijai. Mama, mama. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>